Aethor, I don't trust the Uthmela. What do you mean? They're sending an envoy today, most likely to strong-arm us into leaving, or swearing fealty to them. Isn't that their right? It's their land. I can't fail my mission to Lord Calder. It would be different for any man. But for me? I have to do twice as well to get half the respect. I'm sorry, Mom. Just go. I have to get ready. Welcome back to Vitamin Dice, V-Y-T-A-M-I-N. I am your Dungeon Master, Volandal Man, and today I am joined by... Hi, I'm Caden Wise, I play The Stranger. Hi, I'm Josh, and I play Alig. I'm Connor Mann, and I play Elsie Wayward. I am Frankie, and I play Bast. And I am Phoenix Ashland, and I play Dr. Belmore. In the last episode of A New World... Uh, we had some conversations between characters and NPCs, notably one between The Stranger and Dr. Alistair Belmore. Aelig went to go have a sleepy sleep, and in doing so, had his mind ravaged by an unspeakable eldritch being. And then, our adventurers arrived in the new world, Nyasar. The Stranger had a brush with death. You'll know all about that. <laughs> in the new world, our Brave adventurers decided to go exploring, and they met some of the people native to this new world, uh, members of the Uthmela tribe. They identified Bast as the leader and informed her that they would return shortly with a proper envoy to discuss the continued existence of you. And that brings us to the present. It's a week after y'all landed in the new world. For this first section... If we could just get a bit of flavor of how y'all did some training to uh, get yourselves up to level four. We can start with anybody who's ready. So I'm training to get my Warcaster feet. So I, I guess I'm just like practicing concentrating on a spell and then getting whacked. <laughs> <laughs> Who helps you with that? Who do you ask I to bet. assist you with that? Oh, man. So many options. Bast. <laughs> Me. What am I helping you with? Yeah. Well, when we fight things and I have to like cast spells and then like focus really hard on them, sometimes it's hard. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to practice to get extra experience to get like really good at concentrating on spells. So will you like punch me? <laughs> I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Uh, sure. Not, not like full force, just like hard enough to do a little damage and then I'll concentrate. <laughs> Okay. You will probably need someone to cast a concentration spell on, so do it on me, and then boss oh. will hit you. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'll cast Bless on all three of us. You really want to give Bast a bonus now, on attack rolls right now? You really want to? Aelig I mean, is training his uh, archery skill, so he's going to be aiming at Elsie from, like, quite a far ways away while this is all going on to see if he can hit her. Oh, my God. Apple on the head. Everyone is here to help Elsie. We're right, just yeah, here so. to help. We all just pile on and start beating the shit. We're helping, Elsie. You wanted it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to touch my holy symbol, and uh, all, all the three of us standing in together start to just, like, glitter with, like, twinkling starlight. All right, now I'm going to- I'm concentrating on Bless. <laughs> Hit me! <laughs> it's like that scene Bast from Turning Red. and Aelig, both of you roll attack rolls. Shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dr. Belmore is over here when, studying these dark tomes, just watching everyone dark. be idiots. Oh, look, a 12. And the stranger is expecting Bass to hit, does not expect the arrow to come yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, just so. <laughs> 19. That's no bueno. Okay, perfect. Yep. Are the dice fucking with us on purpose? Maybe. I don't know. So the stranger sees Boss going to hit him and expects it, but sees the arrow come out of nowhere and is like, what? And I'm going <laughs> to use protective field on Elsie. 
<laughs> that increases AC, right? No, it decreases the amount of damage she'll take. Well, so if a- if Elsie's not expecting it, then Aelig, you get to roll again because you'd have advantage. Fuck. Elsie, you're screwed. It's the same no, thing. It's, it's, it's the same a, exact roll. It's the it's, same roll. It's 12, okay. It's the it same hits. exact roll. Even if it hits more, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, he might have crit. Yeah, that would have sucked. It wasn't going to be a crit. Because I'm aiming hey, for your knee. Never say that, because we've done that before. There was a 10% where, chance of it being a crit. Yeah, so, we've done it before, where somebody's rolled a 19 and then a 20. So is no one going to go off of the joke that I had just set up perfectly? I can't hear what you said. I said, well, it's a good thing I didn't get a crit, because I was aiming for her knee. Oh, shut up. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Go eat a sweet roll. <laughs> you interrupted everybody for that joke. <laughs> it hits. I use yeah, protective. Like, roll, you get to roll for damage now. Yeah. I can, I can just rest and spend hit die. <laughs> Which is a d6. I'm just going to do this anyway. For, so I roll for damage. Montage. Four plus three. Okay. So reduce the damage by... By four, right? So it's actually okay, one, one four damage. plus my intelligence modifier. Oh fuck! So oh, and it should be zero. Yeah, zero damage. Okay. Zero damage. All right. But then Bost also hits you. Yes. Oh my yes. god. Okay. And I um, unarmed attacks deal one plus your strength modifier worth of damage. So four. Hell yeah! And you okay, only have to roll I, for that one since mine negated the damage entirely. Okay. And I succeeded. Nice. Nice. Yay! There you yeah, go. Hell yeah. They keep their blessing. Very nice. well done. Ailing, <laughs> what was that? What was what? The, the, you I, got shot. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? <clears throat> What's a better oh, way to concentrate than an arrow to the knee? Oh, well, we actually had a, a thing set up, so we were all good, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, generally, um, uh, shooting me with a- actual arrows is not going to be uh, not going to be our go-to. St- it's not going to be our go-to strategy. You are lucky that I had something for this situation. Otherwise, that would probably have hurt more. That's right, what happened? <laughs> maybe, it does maybe not, not matter. You've gotten better at it. Congratulations. <laughs> you are now less vulnerable. Less of a liability. That is the word. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jesse, what the fuck are you talking about? What? That's a, that's a character that trait. I, I, think, I think that I knocked that off my list. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Check. <laughs> Ding! Okay. Okay, Who we wants got to... there at the end. Yep. I feel good about that scene eventually. <laughs> that, eventually. That of a rocky start. Yeah, that one will probably need to get edited a lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a good scene somewhere in there. <laughs> just gotta just trim, it, to trim down the fat a little bit. So who's uh, next? I've become a war caster. Who wants to take next? Fast got an increase, a point increase in constitution and intelligence. Okay, okay. Not really sure what to do for constitution, but exercise. For, exercise. Yeah, right. We'll just say that I do a regimented like ca- cardio and stuff. You know, get like up endurance. every morning to go for a run. Yeah, yeah. And then um, for intelligence, I'm gonna go to the smartest person that I can think of and go to the stranger. Okay, I think for this scene. <laughs> The stranger is in his room. All right. So Bass knocks on the door. <clears throat> you hear a bunch of locks disengaging. <laughs> She's just standing there in silence, like twiddling her thumbs. You can come in now. All right. I'm going to come in and I say, hello, stranger. <laughs> that sounds like the opening line to something very different. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, stranger. <Damn. laughs> hey, stranger. <laughs> so you walk into his room, and his room is kind of like everybody else's room, except for that his is just covered in parchment diagrams. Walls completely covered. Like, the floor has, like, scatterings of different books that the pages have spilled out of, and the writing of it is not linear. It, like, doesn't go in linear paragraphs. It's all circular. So it's all just rings of text within each other. Interesting. And he's currently at his desk, which is just covered in metal components and scraps and piece, different bits and bobs here and various tools. And he's currently got something strapped into a vice, uh, but he covers it with a cloth. 
And he turns around <laughs> and crosses his arms. Uh, oh, oh, what? Oh, okay. Um, I'm actually not going to ask. So the reason that I'm here, <laughs> <laughs> we've landed on this new world, so to speak. And um, I feel like it's it's important for me to expand my knowledge of things. And I thought, who better to ask except for the only person I know that's read like every book in existence? Well, you have made the wisest decision, I believe, in your life. <laughs> Let me teach you a few things. And I reach into my mask, which does the whole extension oh, thing. <laughs> the jaw distends. I feel the like Bast like, looks away when you yeah. do that. <laughs> the jaw distends, the features get darker, reaches in and pulls out like a big tome, like a big hefty tome, leafs through and pulls out a sizable amount of loose parchment, closes the book and reinserts it back into the mask and the mask closes up, hands you this big stack of parchments. In this should get you started on some studies of interest. Wow, okay, this is a very large book. Well, um, <laughs> you asked for my help. Here it is. Thank you, I appreciate it. Mm. Please return it. Try not to stain it. Of course. Will that be all? It will, thank you. And then You're she leaves. Now get out of my room. Yes. <laughs> very Door hard. closes and the... <laughs> <laughs> all the locks locking down. <laughs> and I, I feel like she just stands outside the door with this ginormous tome and just listens to you lock all your locks again. Like, dude. Well, the locks are all locking, but you also hear like the working of tools a little bit distantly. Essentially, I'm using my mage hand to lock all the doors <laughs> while I'm also working on stuff. Nice. Uh, who's next? Mine isn't exactly all that interesting. Because of all of the books that I have brought with me, I have a lot of study material. And upon my level up, I got an increase in my intelligence. So a lot of reading happened. Nice. But I also gained Shadow Touched. And so deep one night, I'm talking like midnight, the moon is in the middle of the sky. I am reading these, uh, I don't want to say illegal because that's not quite it, but restricted books. The kind of things that you'd find in the secret section of a royal library. And I am studying these as intently as I possibly can. And I, I'm doing this for a couple of days. So pe I tend I disappear again for a couple of days unless someone comes to check on me. I don't go inside to meals. Inside the lantern. Yeah, yeah, inside the lantern probably. <laughs> so I'm just like gone again. Holy but fuck. this time you guys know where to find me in case anyone wants to. But I'm gone for several days again. I'm too busy studying these restricted tomes in order to gain more magic. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> more magic. Even more magic. So yeah, unless anyone wants to come find me, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't think we can Well, I mean, you guys we know where, you guys know where I am. We can't we, we can can't get, get you out though. Shake the lantern. Really. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shaking an ant farm. Yeah. <laughs> While you're uh, studying in the middle of the night, might we get an appearance from Agdradax? Oh my goodness. I Ooh. actually think we would. I think we would. I'm terrified all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all spooked. So, I mean, for fair enough reason. So what does it look like when your patron wants to speak to you? When my patron wants to speak to me, I have to be out of my lamp in order for this to happen, or out of my lantern. Right. Because it will start to glow. It will start to glow colors that typically only shrimp can see, if that makes sense. They're colors that should not exist. I see. And that's how I know that I need to, you know, rub the lantern and summon my patron. Perfect, yeah. So I basically, I, am, I would imagine most mortal creatures except for shrimp can't see the colors <laughs> that your lantern turns. Just I mean, you. I could probably see them. So Just yeah. you and those, and those beautiful sea creatures. Yes. <laughs> We used to have Holy shrimp. Fuck. I never knew that they could see the colors of the Eldritch Abominations, that, that planet the voids beyond. They sure can. It's a hidden hidden factoid. <laughs> Man, if shrimp could speak. And hold the <laughs> maddening knowledge. Uh, so yeah. Of the mantis shrimps. Your, your, your lamp begins to glow. And I walk over to it, and I, I, rub, the lamp, I rub the lantern three times to summon my patron. All right. 
what's describe the appearance of sort of like that the avatar that appears to communicate with you so i am a i, I think it's called the pact of the jinn warlock mm-hmm. so what comes out is essentially what you would expect from a dao jinn a person with not quite comforting like aura around them there's something definitely sinister going on their bottom half is made of dark smoke the kind that you would see if you like burned something that shouldn't be burned <laughs> and they're obviously much taller than i am like the the size ratio is like 2 to 1 with how much bigger this mm-hmm. jinn appears to be and they're probably dressed in Instead of dressed in nothing, they're dressed in, like, dark, flowy clothes. Like, robes, almost. Yeah. And their hair is made of, um, like, smoke the same color that mine is. Nice. And that's the kind of thing. Probably with similar eyes. Eyes of no color. Uh Uh-huh. That's kind of who I imagine my patron to look like when he's communicating with me, specifically. I don't know if that's his true form, but that's how he looks when he's communicating with me. The Jin appears before you. And they look around, and then they go, Where are you, Alistair? Oh, uh, I am on a ship to the New World. I decided to go back to my quarters after we docked. I'm here to do some studying. I see. What are you doing here? I'm here to talk to my favorite possession. I'm your favorite? Of, of course, course you are, Alistair. Of course. You have my full attention. What can I do? There's, There's one, one teensy little, little thing I want from you. Oh? Well, go on. I, I, I want to know more about the little one. The little one? Yes. What, what do what you, do you, what do you, what call, do you it? call it? Are you speaking of Elsie? Yes, yes, yes. Get to Get know to more know about, about, about Elsie. Why do you wish to learn more about Elsie? I do it for the spoil the fun. All right, all right. Well, what kind of things do you want me to look out for, then? For now, for now general, general information would do fine. fine. But if you find anything juicy, oh, I would just love that. I didn't know you were a gossip. <laughs> you didn't know? Well, I I will keep an eye out for her then. I'll even carry my notebook around. Thank you. I know how much you love to peruse what I've written. Oh, I do. Yes. Well, I will do as you ask, because you have given me so much more than I could have ever imagined. Uh, I'm so, I'm so glad, glad we're in agreement on this. Is there anything else you need of me? I have a little bit of shadow magic in your corner to help you accomplish this. Oh, you do? Consider it a gift for services rendered. Nothing too fancy. Perhaps some invisibility. Well, I appreciate any gift you give me. Oh, of course. Do be good. I will. Thank you. And uh, with that, the jinn disappears. Excellent. <laughs> that was wonderful. And I, I go enjoyed back that. to studying now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love this character. Oh, so good. Mm. <laughs> I love my gin. <laughs> he reminds yes, me I of our dude, too. Like, He reminds me of our tag, and I don't know if anybody else knows that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You good? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, man. Uh, warlock patrons are always a fucking. They're always, always, always something. That's for There's sure. always something up with them. Always, yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too, man. All right, so I've chosen some things that are quite interesting for mine. So we've already seen how his room looks, sort of covered in all of these different manuscripts, these, this ring text. One night, he's sort of work, working at his workbench. He doesn't have his mask on, but you can't see his face. You can only see the long ears, the long hair. And at the table, the thing that was covered in cloth, you see that there's in the vice what looks like a long object of sorts. Kind of looks like the front of it, like the haft of a spear, but not really. It's cut off on one end. And then the other is like a handle. And he's sort of making 
fine-tuned adjustments to the middle area, taking pieces, making sure they fit. If they don't, he grinds them down a little bit. And as he works, he feels like a slight breeze come through the room, and he stops working, and he looks around, and then he sort of puts his tools on the table and goes into like a meditative state, and he just starts talking to himself. We are very close. Soon. My plan will work. I know it will. I know you're worried. Trust me, like you always have. You have a few things to teach me. Well then, show me what you have for me. And uh, I don't quite know how it would look, but there's sort of like a glow that emanates from beneath the door frame. Anybody sees it, there's Mm -hmm. like a subtle glow. And then we come back in, and the stranger is still at his chair. This will come quite in handy. Let's finish what we've started. And he goes back to the thing that he's working on, and he finishes off a few pieces, picks it up, and pulls back the slide, puts in a ball and cartridge, loads it back in, and looks down the scope of a long rifle that he has just finished working on. This will make a fine addition to the arsenal. Time for a bit of revision, shall we say. And what I have chosen is to take a the feet of Fey Touched, with a little bit of flavor, and I am now also a level one artificer. Ooh. Nice. Heck yeah. That was awesome. All right. So, I'm it's the end of the of week. everyone's arc, honestly. <laughs> and w- would it be good any other way? honestly no (laughs) (laughs) so uh, you've all been training for a week when the the envoy of the Uthmela arrive Um, many of them have very beautiful ceremonial outfits and you can especially those like Bast and the stranger uh, you can very easily recognize like which ones are guards and which ones are not you just you guys just have eyes for that sort of thing Mm mm-hmm Game recognizes game. (laughs) And everybody, just based on the extravagant clothing that they have, can easily recognize which one of these people is sort of the leader. And Captain Magical is ready to meet with this person. They walk forward and say, Captain Magical, my name is Radun, and I am the representative for the Uthmela people of this land of Nyasar. We are peaceful, but we will defend ourselves from any who threaten us. We have come to form a treaty of peace with you. We aim to let you live and use some of our land. In exchange, we ask a tax collected regularly for our leader, Olme Khan. If you are in agreement, we can discuss the details. To this, Captain Madrigal responds, Hello, Redun. I am Morgan Madrigal, Captain for the Royal Navy of Haverall. I am on a mission from Lord Calder III to explore this continent and bring knowledge and resources back to my kingdom. The use of this land would be highly beneficial for us, and I should expect we may still collect what we need while paying a tax to Olme Khan. They, uh, uh, Redun, uh, asks if there's a, uh, somewhat more private place where they can discuss, although bodyguards are allowed in. So it's Radun and his second-in-command... One bodyguard for each of them, and then it is Captain Madrigal and her first mate, Aethel, and Bast and the Stranger are in as well. So there are eight people total in this tent. I'm going to, as Bast is turning to go, Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn to her and say, I believe in you, Bast. I want to cast Enhanced Ability on her. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're not fighting, but okay. Well, just- It's going to be like uh, charisma or something. You don't know that. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 (laughs) That makes sense. I have to look it up. It's like Uh, Eagle Splendor. Yeah. So, I grab Bast Sand and a spectral eagle flies up and (laughs) circles around your head and then disappears. And I grant you the eagle splendor so you have advantage on all charisma checks. Bast just blinks at you and is like, did you just make me high? What just happened? Congratulations, (laughs) you're high now. No, I gave you eagle splendor. I give you high. Uh and Bass is like, so, I give you stoned as fuck. <laughs> no, that would be like the wisdom one, maybe. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, so you're you're Stone's uh, wisdom. You'll talk good, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Thank you. And after this, I'm watching Elsie, and I keep in mind that Elsie can do that. All right. So I have pretty good, right? Very good. I have basically like a scene for each of you, but it's it's essentially just information that I'm giving you. Bast and Stranger, yours will be grouped together a little bit, and then Elsie and and Doctor Belmore, yours will be grouped together a little bit. Oh, okay. And so Alec just start... does isn't here at all. Alec and get Alec doesn't well, get it. No, Alec gets a a separate one. Oh, okay. Special. Yeah, you left me uh, out of so... that entirely. I was like, oh, okay. I see how it is. I see how it is. I see. Nah, nah, nah. So we'll start in the meeting tent, and any information in here, Bast and Stranger are privy to, but none of the other characters are. So should you just like form another like Discord call then to make it really interesting? We can make another chat, yeah, another voice channel. Like I think that would actually be really cool. Just because, yeah, just like, put another I'm... voice channel down below. Yeah, because now you guys really won't know what happens. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. And we'll still be recording. All right, yeah. head on over to Madrigal's tent if you really do exist there. Wow, that's pretty neat, actually. I like that. Okay, or it's like a secret chat. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't script the entire meeting like I did the, the little beginning part, but essentially they set up the details of what the tax amounts will be, what the boundaries of the lands are. Uh, so both of your characters will know that information. The thing that is most interesting to the stranger is when Radun almost offhandedly warns Captain Magical about a new threat that has appeared recently. Radun says, Outsiders, armed with weapons of a strange glittering metal, different than anything he was aware of. For Bast, that probably doesn't mean a whole lot. Nope. Maybe he's talking about steel, and before that they only had iron. Seems like the most logical assumption. Do they even have, like, metal Weapons. armor? None of them were wearing metal armor. They did have metal on things like spearheads or such, but it could be iron. Or it could be some metal that you don't know about. The most logical assumption is that he's talking about steel. The most logical when you're missing the key piece of information that the stranger has to put into that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Do you know what these people look like? This new threat? Other than their strange weapons? Well, their skin was different from ours. It was not a... Our skin, it tends to be brown or dark red. They blended in with the leaves. Their skin was a green color? More or less, yes. Hmm. Some of them. I lean over to Bass and I say, we should investigate this as soon as possible. Yeah, and those people time. sound extremely ill. They are... Did you get my joke? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what kind of disease they could spread to us. Yeah. <laughs> I think Bast, this was Bast's very first attempt with you at dry humor. Hmm. Because she's never tried to be funny before. They are sick of a certain kind, that is for certain. They're totally cool. We may need to operate on them. Operate on them? Did that not catch? No. Because I, they're sick? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I get it. <sighs> We're both not good at this. I wasn't sure where you were going. I wasn't sure if that was a joke or if you were being serious. Well, okay. it was yeah, meant as a joke. We're both very not good at making jokes. Perhaps we should not. Yes. Agreed. Is everyone else privy to this weird conversation that we had? No, we're just having this in the background. I'd be whispering it. They're, they're <laughs> okay. talking about stuff the whole time. Okay. So, okay. so if you whisper a conversation, yeah. they it's not like you guys are the only one talking in the room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I was going to say that would be really awkward. Yeah, and everyone's just looking at us like... Like, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, but basically, uh, Magical and Redune agree to um, the expedition people from Haverhill get to settle this land. They'll pay a tax toll, make Han. If things come up, I might reference information that came from this meeting, but I, I can't think of what to establish right now. That's mm -hmm. fine. You don't have so, to have details. We know of a certain price and of a certain boundary. Mm -hmm. Right. If you want to make it a more if solid I later number. come up with something that would have been established in this meeting, your characters would know it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think with that, we can probably head back to the general chat. Uh, all right. Welcome back. Hello. We are back. All right. We're going to do Elsie and Alistair next. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. So, for the sake of authenticity, uh, I am going to leave the room. 
because I realized we're literally sitting next to each other and yeah, I will still know there. everything. <laughs> you can go play PS5. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. You could. You actually could. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. okay, we're going to the tent. We're going to the tent. Go to the tent. No. See you later. I'm, you, I have to make a new one. You're going to have to oh, come. Do we're just, not going to the tent. We're going to outside the tent. Or you could have just renamed it. Every time there's a breakout, I'm going to make a new channel. <laughs> not even there. This right. is okay. just going to be. When this campaign Hello. ends in a year, there will be 1,500 breakouts. <laughs> there will be Frankie so many breakouts. <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. We're just standing outside the tent. I thought nothing was going to happen to us. Uh, so you guys are standing outside the tent. Uh, yes, there we are, are uh, a, a fairly sizable group, uh, maybe a couple dozen of Uthmela people who are also not privy to the conversation in the tent. <laughs> do either of you want to do? So I am not very good with people, but I do enjoy learning things. So I'm going to look for the nearest group of people that are like congregating and talking. Yeah. And I'm going to start to walk over, realize that would look really awkward. I grab Elsie's arm and I pull her along with me <laughs> okay. so that I can go talk to the group or at least listen in on the group with someone else here to be a social buffer. I was just kind of zoning out. <laughs> Okay. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, I want to go listen to what they're talking about, and I didn't want to go alone. Okay, well, I, I, I come with you. I, I was hoping, because you kind of don't have a choice. Oh. As he, like, tightens his grip a little bit on her arm, all awkward. Can you roll, like, I'm thinking a performance check? Me? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. I guess I'm I'm helping. I'm not proficient. You can have advantage anyway, because okay. Elsie is really helping. Okay, so I get advantage? Yeah. Nice. Okay, 15 or 6, so I'm taking the 15. 15, okay. Plus plus anything? Nope, not plus anything. Okay, that's okay. 15 is pretty good. Uh, there, there are multiple conversations happening, and you go up to a group of people, and initially they, they quiet down when you come over, but something about the way that you approach or your appearance or something like that gives these people the idea that you can be so, sort of let into this social circle. I'm dressed like a giant nerd. I have, like, you know, my button-down shirt and my vest, and I'm carrying a book in the arm that I'm not holding Elsie's arm in. And I have, you do look pretty smart. And I have my lantern hanging from my hand, so that yeah. the arm that's holding the book is also holding the lantern. Right. So, I, I would like to think that I look rather scholarly. Yeah. So I can yeah. get away with joining a conversation. Um, you learn a handful of things about the general Uthnala culture, and I'm not going to give you specific details, but like, you, you can sort of ask me a question about Uthnala culture later, and your character can have learned it from this conversation. Okay. Okay. That, that works yeah. for me. All right. Uh, and then you do learn something specific. Okay. And that oh. is that there are rumors that there's a new god that has come to Izul Han, which is, they then have to explain is their term for the realm of the gods. A new god. Does the new god have a name? Well, we've heard a couple of different names. What, one of them was Impesca. Have you heard this name? I feel like I feel like I have heard this. Have I heard this? It sounds kind of familiar. I feel like I've heard that before in uh, this, from this campaign. Yeah, you can roll an intelligence check. Either of you can. Can I as well? Mm -hmm. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> Ten total. Eight. So it, it does seem familiar to your characters, uh, but you can't place it. Okay. Well, that that's fair. They say like the the people who follow Impesca, they seem nice enough, but there's just something off about them, you know. Off in what way? I can't put my finger on it, but it makes me uneasy. Okay. Well, maybe it's just that there hasn't been a new god in Ezel Han since well. Since before any of us can remember. And so this new god is kind of a bit of a change of pace that none of you were prepared for. Yeah, it might just be that. Thank you for letting us know. I certainly want to learn as much as I can about this place, so... Oh, yeah. If you're ever in one of our cities, you should speak to one of our lore keepers. I'm sure they would love to have you. I would love to talk to them. And Dr. Belmore kind of like straightens up a little bit all excited because he got invited to go talk to a lore keeper. And he's very excited. Yes, I, I, I will if I'm, if, I, if I'm ever in town. Yes, absolutely. I think, Dr. Belmore, you get a written invitation to see a lore keeper, but it's <gasps> written in a language that you don't speak. Or you That's don't still read. cool. Whoa, look at that. Okay. And uh, 
Well, if you see how, uh, well, can you point out one of these Impesca, uh worshippers? Oh, well, there, none have come with us today. Well. If you come to one of our cities, you'll see them. They're erecting their new uh, churches. Oh, that could be interesting to explore. We should investigate that. Okay. Yes, next uh, next time we're allowed in town then. Well, allowed, I don't know. When we're in town, we'll go visit. We could probably go there. Probably, yes. There is something that Bass learns after the stranger leaves the tent. Uh, after everybody leaves the tent, in fact. It's just you and Captain Madrigal. Okay. And Morgan indicates that she wants you to stay behind after everybody else exits. Okay. Everybody, including Aethel. It's just you and Morgan. She says, I've been in contact with Irva. Yes? I'm sending her the details of the arrangement that we made with the locals. All right. And what has Irva said? She hasn't responded back yet, but I'm going to be busy here. I'm going to sort of lead the building of this settlement here. And uh, I, I want... Well, Urfa needs. You need to start looking for the tome. I know your mission is to guard me, but Ethel and I will stay here. We'll have all of the navy to protect us. We'll, we'll be, I'll be fine without you. You really believe now is the time for me to begin looking for the tome? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's very important that we find it. As you wish. I will begin immediately. You can take the other specialists with you. That seems like a good idea to me. You're not much of a backcountry survivalist, are you? Mm, you'd be surprised. I might be, but going off on your own in the new world also just Oh, absolutely. Sounds that's like a bad a, idea. That's a very yeah. bad idea, yes. All right, yeah. And um, you should be able to write to me, just like to Irva. With my quill? Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, that was, uh, that was all I needed to say to you. All right. Message received. I shall see you in a bit. And then I leave the tent. All right. And we're back. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> and now it's time for A-Lig. <laughs> All right. So you are outside the tent where everybody meets. Uh, and there's kind of a crowd of a few dozen of the Uthmela people. Yes. And you notice Elsie and, and Dr. Belmore go in and start socializing with people. Yes. But you get sort of a mental note that Gibby wants to speak to you. Ah, uh, Yes. So, the GM, do you want me to snap him into existence, or? Uh, yes, please, All if right. you will. All right, because, like, I don't know if this was, like, house rules or if I can talk to him when he's not summoned. So, I snap my fingers in a, that purple vortex, and out plops Gibby. Hmm. Hey, you wanted to talk to me, boy. What is it? Yes. Something has occurred to me. Hey. Of what sort, lad? This place. Yeah. Maybe not here specifically, but this area, it, it is somehow familiar to me. Have you ever been here before? Absolutely not. In fact, we're the second group of uh, people from uh, Grokvale to come back alive. Hmm. Well, we hope to come back alive from this place, at least. <laughs> then the only thing I can think is that my father, the gold dragon, must have been here. Yes, perhaps. He was ancient, so it's quite a long time. It certainly would be very... Very interesting, I'll say. Hmm. Did not mention anything of this place. Uh, Nyasar, I believe, is what it is called. Yes, that is what the people call it. Yes, I... Perhaps if I look into his memories, I might gain some insight. You can do that. Oh, is can, can humans not look into the memories of their ancestors? No. <laughs> not at all. Well, fuck. <laughs> That sucks, that sucks, dude. <laughs> You're telling me, Gibby, it does fucking suck. <laughs> How do you, like, remember things from long times ago? Uh, you write it down or it gets passed down verbally? Well. So in other words, if somebody stops talking about it, history forgets it. That seems so inefficient. I wonder why you haven't evolved to be able to remember that. Because maybe we'd be too strong if we did. In my downtime over the coming weeks, I shall look into my father's memories, see what I might learn about this land, this new world. Is it familiar in a bad or a good way? I'm not sure yet. Hmm. Intriguing. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about, Aelig? I'm not sure. Uh, Aelig bends down, picks up a pebble that catches his eye and starts playing with it in his hands as he thinks. Ooh, I like that pebble. Yes, it is interesting, isn't it? Give it to me. I like it. And then, 
He's so mean. <laughs> he tosses it towards Gibby, but then he flicks his fingers before he can catch it. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like that. You catch. Nope. Psych. Picks up the stone and tosses it to Gibby. Yep. Uh, Gibby catches it in his mouth. Yes. And he says, Ooh, yes. It is very good. <laughs> I forget. Are there like mountains visible from here or no? I think that was the spot further down the river, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that was right. Never mind. So I was going to say, he gazes towards the mountains. Hey, I wonder what all sorts of untold discoveries are lying here. So many new dungeons. I'm getting a wee bit impatient, honestly. Enough of this bureaucratic bullshit. Yes, as am I. This open boss doesn't set off any more fucking traps to kill us, eh? Ah, yes. So impulsive. I'll say. Well, hopefully they learned. Most explorers never get the chance to learn from their mistake. I always say. All right. Anything else you needed to say? No, that was all. All right. I'll call on you when I need you. And he snaps his fingers. Goodbye. <laughs> My final message. Change the world. Goodbye. <laughs> so, Radun and most, but not all, of his people begin their journey back to their city. They leave a couple behind just to, to sort of scout progress, I suppose. Make sure that Magical is upholding her end of the deal. Yeah. All right. Understandable. But for the most part, it is now back to just you and the people you came here with from Haverall. All right. Inside the tent? Outside the tent. Everybody's outside, outside the, the tent. Outside the tent. Yes. Nice. So is it I just think- up to us where we go from here? Yeah. What do you do? So I think you guys notice that... Every, at least those of you who are outside of the tent notice that everybody leaves the tent except me and Captain Madrigal. Mm. And then after like a little while, I come out and Bast looks real nervous. Oh. And that's all I'm going to say for right now. You you good? Uh, he, are you injured? Do you no, need healing? I'm, f- I'm fine. You all right? Yeah. Feeling nauseous? You know, you know, yes. Is that, is that what it is? Uh. Perhaps. Perhaps you should take a rest. Sit down, maybe. I'm not looking at you. I'm just listening to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you should take a rest. That sounds good. I'm gonna go to my quarters for a little while. And, and she leaves. What time of the day is it? That's a good question. I imagine that this happened <laughs> in the afternoon. Like, late afternoon, almost evening. Early evening, maybe. Sunset? <clears throat> not quite. Almost. Is it nearing sunset? Yeah, it would be. Point. Especially after the meeting, yeah. Be near yeah. the sunset. Well, well, barring any important missions, I have a location for which I would like to investigate. What is it? What do you mean by that? There is a threat nearby. A threat? So, yes. is this you investigating, or do they want us to investigate? This is my own investigation. Press X to doubt. Well, you can't just say that and not expect us all to go with you. It is up to you. I was going to leave in the morning. Anybody who wishes to join, may. Me, me, me. I'm, I, I'm so <laughs> impatient to explore. Get me out of here. <laughs> Very well. Vast technically isn't here right now, but I think you know that she would want to come, especially because she was with you and they brought it yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I probably would have had a conversation with you where I had said I would leave in the morning. Yeah. I'm not very good at investigating things, but I'm good at helping with stuff. And I'm good at investigating. You're good at everything. Thank you. Now tell me, what kind of uh, things are, is this to investigate? I don't know much. Redun made mention of a group of outsiders wielding strange weaponry. Pirates, perhaps? The same kind of uh, former humans that ta- the no. tapir mentioned on uh, Midawa? Potentially. I have no way of knowing until we get there. I have Wh- my suspicions, however. But I will reserve my opinions for later. We were talking to people and they mentioned followers of a new god and how they acted odd. They acted strange. Did they mention the name of this new god? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a... uh... And I I start to flip through, like, my journal because I had it written down. I was like, they said... Impesca. Does that name ring a bell? Me and Aelig turn towards each other. With wide eyes and go, oh, fuck. I, my, you can't see my eyes, but you can imagine my mask's <laughs> eyes get wider. <laughs> like Spider-Man. 
actually love that. Please, please make no, that they be do. Canon. They do. Yeah. He, it doesn't articulate often, but when it does, the eyes just get a little bit yeah. wider. <laughs> That's actually so funny. Ayla rushes over to you and goes, never say that name out loud again. That was the name of whatever was infecting his mind the other night. Well, one of the names that they gave us. They said that that's one of the names that they had, but that's not the only name of this new god. Did they say and They also mentioned it's a new god. Did they say any other names or just no. make mention of them? They just made mention. And they mentioned that their followers are very odd. They're not dangerous that they discovered, but they do act strange. Did they have a physical description? Not that I wrote down, but... No, he didn't say anything about what they looked like. No, and he so didn't say anything about what they heard. No. Uh, well, it is a good rumor to follow up on. We do know that they are building churches in town, and you can see them pretty much everywhere you go. Hmm. Well, but that's all. I think we better do the strangest thing. We have been given Sounds permission okay. by Redun to investigate oh. and travel through Uthmela lands, so long as we follow their laws and customs within reason. I would love to explore with you then. Very well. Yeah, you you go ahead and lead this investigation, and then, uh, well, Doctor Bemore will do an investigation later. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever you say, Elsie. If they intertwine, we will <laughs> investigate whatever leads we may. Yes. Point is, we got a lot of investigation to doing. So, yeah, let's do it. Mm. Uh, tomorrow morning, you said that you wanted to leave. Yes. Get rest. Oh, prepare whatever you need, and I will meet you here. Yes, if you will excuse me. And Dr. Belmore kind of awkwardly bows away, and he turns on his lantern, because, you know, it's starting to get a little bit dark, not quite. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he turns it on, and it glows, like, a normal color. It's, like, you know, an orangey, like, yellowy. Oh, like a normal, it's a, like it's a, a normal, like, oh, lantern. Nice. But because it's stained glass, it's, like, slight different colors every so often. Uh, and he just, he leaves. The stranger will pick up a small stone from the ground, and he'll just sort of take one of his little tools that he has on his bandolier and he taps it and the stone begins to emit a bright light within five feet around him. Wow. Alig says something in Draconic to uh, the stranger. Hey. What's up? <laughs> Elsie's like, huh? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, I go back to my room slash workshop, and I finish Wait, the- what? what? I finish the- fi start working on the final touches to, uh, revision. Oh, jeez. Okay, everybody do their thing- do their own thing, I guess. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to All my right. room and- Am I- I think I'm just standing out here alone now. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think Everybody's so. Left. <laughs> You're just talking to yourself on the beach. And scene. <laughs> I just- I'm just standing alone on the beach. <laughs> having a- having an anime ending moment. Yeah. Okay. So, um, where- where is Elsie right now? Uh, standing on the beach. And then it's like nighttime, yes? Yeah. Uh, I think so. In one of the early episodes, I had described using my the gem at the at the top of my staff yeah. to cast a pr sort of projection around me of the like a purple sky with constellations. Yeah, I'm sitting in the middle of this projection uh, on the beach. Okay, <laughs> it's like a thirty foot radius dome. All right, semi transparent. So fast comes back out. And she sees that, like, everybody's gone, and it's just you. And she still looks hella stressed, but I don't know if you notice, because you're in your thing. But anyways, she's gonna, like, tentatively walk up to you. El Elsie? Excuse me. Can, yeah, I, is, can, can I interrupt this? Is this, like... Uh, yeah, yeah you, can walk, you can walk through it. Okay. It's fine. What's up? Do you mind if I sit with you? No, that's fine. All right. She sits. So, okay. Um... Listen, I, I really wasn't planning on, on telling you this way, but I've been given my mission, and I can't do it alone, so I, I need to tell you something. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm just here to help, so. Elsie, I'm dying. What? What? The, like, uh... She's just gonna let that hang in the air for a minute. <laughs> what do you mean? I've 
I've been dying since I was 16 years old. I wear this pendant around my neck because it stops my illness from progressing. Oh, fuck. I have something the doctors call a tumor in my brain. Oh, my God. It, uh, you, you might have noticed, uh, sometimes it still affects me. Uh, I, I don't. It made you do the thing in the, in the, the stamp in the wall? Yeah, I, I don't always have control of my impulses. Oh. So if I have a thought, I can't stop myself. Well, I, I guess, I thought you were just brave. (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. You figured it out. You, like. You you solved the puzzle, and then, I don't know. Yeah. So, the reason I was sent here to the New World is because I'm on a mission, a secret mission, that I'm going to tell you about. Okay. Because I'd like to invite you to the Daughters of Helios. Yeah! What is that? It's a guild, and we value knowledge. Okay, yeah, knowledge, knowledge is, is pretty good. My mission with the daughters is to find a tome. A tome that I hope will cure this illness in my brain. Oh, yeah, yeah, we gotta do that. Would you like to help me with this mission? Of course I'll help you best. I don't, I don't want you to die. Thank you. I also, I think it would be good to let the others know as well, but I don't think I'm ready for that. I, I won't tell them. I won't tell right. until you're ready. Thank you. I'm gonna... I'm gonna go to bed now. Thank you for listening to me. But wait, what do we have to do? Well... To find the tome, how do we find it? That's a very good question. <laughs> uh, I know that the stranger wants to go on a investigation party tomorrow. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Not directly, at least not to my knowledge, but I, I do believe that we could still try and gather information about the tome. Okay, well, all right. I I guess I'll just help out like I've been doing. Yeah, you're very good at that. I that I mean that's all I know how to do. I'm just, yeah. you know, not good at stuff that you guys are good at. I'm just good at helping, you know? <laughs> so, I'll just keep doing that. All right. We can discuss this further at another time. Develop okay. a plan. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Good night, Elsie. Good night, fast. Wait. I Never thanked you for saving my life. Gosh, was that the first day we met on the on the ship when the zombies attacked us? It was the second day. The second night? Yeah. Well, I was doing all right, but then that one zombie came for me, and I, I would have died if you weren't there, so. Well, that's what I'm here for. You saved my life, too, so I owe you one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that works out, then. Okay. I've been wanting to get that off my chest. I've been wanting to get this off my chest. I can imagine. Yeah. Thanks for trusting me, Fast. Of course. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, see ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, Dice. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice. And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of Vitamin D, and the D stands for Dice.